Hey guys, this is the Game of Thrones Empire League podcast. Uh, basically, I wanted to put together a podcast that kind of centers around our league and activity on it. Uh, I'm in several Dynasty Leagues this year. I kind of started getting back in the Dynasty. And out of everyone that I'm in, this one really comes out as the most competitive. Like, everybody's starting from a pretty good base. Everybody has all-stars on their team. Uh, there's Like, if you asked me to bet who would win the championship this year, I have no idea. And that kind of makes this my favorite league. Uh, but not necessarily my favorite team I have on here. I think everybody in here I'm in all leagues with, uh, except for maybe Broyle. Uh... I think he's he's the only one in which I'm only in a league. I'm only in uh, he's the only one where I I'm not in multiple leagues with. It's it's a really interesting league. Um, the thing that pumps me up most about it is, of course, if you win twice in a row, uh, and actually have a dynasty, that's whenever the league's gonna end and they have the whoever wins twice in a row is gonna have a big pot, but. I don't see that happening this year. Well, obviously not this year, but I don't see that happening for maybe six, seven years, maybe. But besides that, like, it's one that could go on for a very long time. Uh, I would today. I want to eventually, and and like, uh, let me know, especially if you want me to do like reviews on rookies. Because I still have a ton of research that I did on for the rookie draft. And I can let you know like how I had them ranked, how I seen them in college, like on, on tape, what I thought. Uh, if you, for whatever rookie you want me to do, just DM me and in the next couple podcasts I can do uh, rookie reviews. I'm going to be wrong for sure. Like <laughs> I'm totally going to be wrong on a lot of them. I'm not a draft Nick not nearly as much as as Ryan like Ryan's a, a person who watches a lot of college football I only watch the players that I want and the players that I think are going to go high in the draft and then I use this metric to kind of figure out uh how to get my own rankings from it so I have lots of spreadsheets and stuff like that and it's kind of if y'all are interested in it I can tell you like how I break it down and what scores they got on that metric and I use that as a guide for my draft. I don't stick to it totally though. <laughs> like for instance, probably the player who I would take, uh, who I was most interested in was Miles Sanders, uh, who came out, I think he came out like fifth in, uh, in the, the formula that I use. But I would have taken him as high as uh, probably third but I didn't get a lot of shares of him because Watt is a Miles Sanders fan and I could not get him no matter what. Matter of fact, in this, straight, in this draft, I knew I didn't have a shot at Watt. I had, uh, I had Sanders, so I wound up trading back because I, I wasn't sure what I was going to do. I think I was at position five and I knew Miles Sanders or Murray weren't gonna, wasn't going to fall to me or, or like, Haskins at, or any of the people I had rated top 
Uh, so I traded back. I kind of regret that in a way because the who did I did I trade with Juice? I don't remember who I traded with. Whoever it was took uh, Nikhil Harry, and I was thinking, damn, that was a really good spot to get him. So I kind of regret it in a way uh, for the trade back. But overall, I mean, it's just a crapshoot, so we'll kind of see where everybody falls. Uh, today, I wanted to kind of just talk about like overall team construction, what people are trying to do in the draft and kind of just go over everybody's team. <sighs> There's lots of good teams out there. I think I think everybody has weaknesses, but the first five to six rounds went pretty in the, the standard draft, not the rookie draft. Uh, rookies, in all honesty, besides maybe the three running backs and Murray and Haskins later on in the year, probably not going to contribute all that much to this year's scoring. But the main draft for the first five to six rounds went pretty chalk. Like, I can't, I, like, I remember even drafting, there wasn't anybody making any huge mistakes. Some people actually got really good value at certain spots. Uh, if you look at teams, that's the first thing that stands out. Like, everybody's got some powerhouses and some ways to put up lots of points. I could literally lose to anybody and I liked my team after I drafted. I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a really good team in this league. And I still like it, but as I look at everybody else's team, I'm like, I could literally, like if you told me I got five wins, I'd believe you at the end of the season. If you told me like I made the playoffs and had a deep run, I'd believe that too. If you told me I was picking third overall next year, or maybe even first, like I can totally see any of that happening. Injuries are gonna be big in this league. If you have an injured team in this league uh, this year where injuries just kill you, it could be actually not the worst thing that happened to you as long as you still have all your draft picks because you would get all your injured players back and be able to pick up uh, people in the fame 2020 class, which is going to be stacked. Uh, if we look at some of the teams, so let's just go through the list. So Taylor's team, he's got Barkley, Le'Veon Bell, Tyreek Hill, uh, T.Y. Hilton, Cooper Cup. <laughs> And, of course, he's got, for his quarterbacks, Trubisky and Tom Brady. So, just looking at that team alone, his team, I think, basically comes down to Tyreek Hill. If Tyreek Hill plays, he got, he has really, he got really good value there. If Tyreek Hill winds up playing, uh, his receiver core is 3D with, like, lots of potential. And he also has a running back squad of Barkley and Bell. Like that is hard to 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 go against. Now I, I'm in an impression that Tyreek's probably not going to do a lot this year. So if he winds up missing the whole year or even half of it, which I have Mahomes in another league, so I'm kind of hoping he kind of only misses half the year. But if that's the case, let's say he misses the first eight games. 
then this then Taylor could walk away with a really solid squad in the second half and make a push and especially have them in the playoffs and stuff like that next is Lucas so Lucas has Christian McCaffrey Mark Ingram uh, Julio Jones Edelman Hardman he also picked up Boykin in the draft which is a really nice like he's hoping the exact opposite of Taylor if McCole Hardman winds up being the go-to guy in that offense of course with Watkins then his team his team could actually do opposite of what Taylor does so depending on how that goes Boykin was I was really pissed when he he drafted Boykin because I want I wanted Boykin so bad as a wide receiver and I didn't get him in any league uh for those that are in the NFL show with me I'm probably gonna go Boykin in the second round just telling you now that could happen just so I can have him in one league because I thought I'd get him in this league and Lucas got in crazy value and I was really pissed off about it uh he has one of the teams in which I kind of feel like he's got he's got some interesting pieces that are uh could could wind up for of course McCole Hardman is is probably key to that but he could wind up uh, not producing all that much this year, but in the future to build up, to fill in some of his spots. But he has a, such a good win now team. Chris Carson, uh, Tariq Cohen, Mark Ingram. Like those are people who may not be uh, all that good fantasy assets three years from now. But this year, if we just look at this year, those are going to be people that are going to be in his lineup producing every week. Uh, same thing with Drew Brees. He's got Drew Brees at like a crazy value if we're just talking about this year. So my advice to Lucas would be whatever you do, don't trade your 2020s because if you restock this team for the next two years when you start losing some of those key pieces you have, with some of the talent because the next two drafts are going to be insane you're able to restock and just replace what you lose you're gonna number one you have a win now team but you could also you you're doing a win now team at the exact right time because you have so much talent coming up soon in the next couple drafts now's the time to do a win now philosophy Next team is one of the most, I think, interesting teams because when he was drafting, it's it's Langla. Langla. When he was drafting, I didn't, I like it. Never, uh, certain people kept stealing my players, and he was not one of them. Like so, every time he make a pick, I go, okay, good, the guy I want is gonna follow me. But if you look at his overall team. I think he's in an interesting position because his team is so good. Just like right now, it can it can compete right now, and it wouldn't shock me if if he makes a far run. Andrew and and like listen to what how he put his squad together. Andrew Luck, Todd Gurley, Derrick Henry, 
Antonio Brown, Jarvis Landry, and his quarterbacks want... Oh, and he also's got Curtis Samuel, which I'm huge on right now. His starting quarterbacks wind up being Andrew Luck and Derek Carr. That's a legit squad. Like, that is hard to go from... And he's got good... And he also has Curtis Samuel and Mike Williams and James White in the slots right now in his uh, flex position. He has probably the two people who are targeted, who I wanted to target late, which is Mike Williams and Curtis Samuels, who are on, who who I believe are going to be on breakout uh, trajectory. Like those two guys, he got super cheap. And if you told me they were top 20 wide receivers at the end of the year, it would not shock me. And that's basically his flex position. So he's not counting on them to, he didn't pay a price that they had to produce that way. But if they do, and especially since those are two people who, if they do catch five, it could wind up being late in the season where he needs them the most. If he has a healthy squad, this is a squad that can really go far in the playoffs too. Like there's not a bad team in our entire, in our entire league. He was the most, but like, if I if I had stat out, like I'm not doing power rankings, but if I did, he would be the one of the stronger teams, and his team really was the one who caught me off guard. Where I was like, damn, he had such a good draft without me noticing, just by taking value and letting the draft come to him, and he did such a smart idea with the Mike Williams and Curtis Samuel picks because I think he had got such great value there. Royal, I'm gonna. Is it Royal? I don't know how to say that. He's the the next team on here. Uh, if I think that, and I hate to say this because you know it's Carolina. If I think that Carolina's two receivers, which I'm high on, are gonna do well, I have to think that Noon is gonna do well. And he got Noon at a really good value too. Along with that, he has Melvin Gordon, always a solid producer. Philip Lindsay, I don't know what the hell he's gonna do, but if he did, does anything like he did last year, that's solid. Michael Thomas, uh, and also he has Will Fuller, which I'm kind of high on this year too. He took, he has Ben Roethlisberger as his other uh, quarterback which was a top five quarterback last year, and I think he might be again. Now, he won't stay around forever, but he also took Dwayne Haskins and Will Greer, which were two smart picks in the rookie draft because it will fill in for the two people he has as soon as, and he's got Cam Newton's backup, so Cam Newton's not ready. I loved Will Greer coming out, and, uh, he was eight, but I hated his the spot, his landing spot. But because he has Cam Newton, that's extremely valuable for that spot. And he has Michael Thomas, which is literally my favorite receiver on the planet. Uh, oh, he also has Zach Ertz, by the way, which in this league is going to put up like a billion points. So that'll be fun. <laughs> what is the next one? Why went heavy, heavy? Rookie running back. 
like I said before, he loves Miles Sanders apparently because he gets the, him in like every damn league. And he also got David Montgomery, who's now getting comparisons to Kareem Hunt. And I kind of get it. Like Montgomery doesn't show up all that big on if you look at the metrics, which is one of the calculations that I put into the the rookie spreadsheet. Uh, is just his overall metrics. So he's not going to be high on the sports spark score. But neither was Kareem Hunt. He does have insane break tackle ability and balance, though, which will translate to NFL. If he gets, he could hurt Tariq Cohen because uh, he can also uh, do some damage in the passing game. I don't know. I just don't know what to, to uh, think about his production this year. But unlike wide receivers, running backs will produce early and often. There's some crowded backfields in here. So I don't know. I, I like to determine if teams who are trying to win now or win in the future. And because Watt is forced to start rookies, you would think that it's a win in the future kind of move. But I kind of think because it's running backs, it's more of a win in the second half of this year kind of move. Like if he can stay afloat for the first five to six weeks, let them adapt, like get accustomed to their offense, let them really, let his two rookie running backs really fill out and wind up being in uh, good positions. Kind of like what Kerryon Johnson did this last year where you've seen him really start taking control of that offense. It could get really interesting. And he also, he stacked Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams has a big, especially with the way the points are in this league, if Devontae Adams has a big game, it's going to be tough to beat him just because he's doubling up so much on the points. Uh, He also got Matt Ryan, which was a really good value, especially uh in this league so that winds up his two starting quarterbacks wind up being really competitive uh hunter henry was a nice value i'm a fan of dj moore just like i hate the fact that i like both the carolina receivers but i do i just love them both coming out and i wanted the saints to actually draft curtis samuel and I would not have minded if they got DJ Moore either. Uh, I kind of think that the Panthers offense might wind up looking similar to what uh, the Vikings did, where everything's kind of funneled through the two receivers. And they have the running back in the backfield that is just going to take a bunch of targets and and, uh, McCaffrey's just going to be a beast this year too. So I don't know. I think I originally had Watt as a, hey, he's going for, because that's how I play in my team. I'm actually going for like next year more than this year. But the more I look at it, the more I'm not convinced of that. Okay, next is Hutch. So listen to Hutch's receivers. Okay, Hutch's receivers are 
DeAndre Hopkins and Mike Evans. I don't know how he was able to do that, those two together. And and then followed up with Robert Woods, who is if you look at Robert Woods' numbers and what he's supposed to do. Uh, and what he's expected to do this year in the Rams offense and the way they run it with the three wide receiver sets. That dude is it produces like top 15 numbers every damn year. I don't want to draft him. I never want to draft him. But every time I see him on, uh, on somebody else's lineup that I'm going against, I know he's going to crush me. And he does. Uh, his receiving squad super solid. He also has Deshaun Watson and Jameis Winston. Winston is a person who, if look, he, it would not shock me if he is not the Tampa Bay quarterback a year from now or two years from now. But for this year alone, that dude is going to put up top 10 numbers too. Like he is, like, if this was redraft, like in the redraft league that I have that hasn't dropped yet, he's definitely one of my targets just because his offense is going to be so good. He also has Josh Jacobs, which I think is the one player which you can plug and play right now and expect big, from week one, expect big things from as far as rookies go. God. The Evans and it's crazy the way he stacked his team too. The Evans and Jameis Winston stack. And then he also was able to get, I don't even know if this is by design, but it's pretty clever. He also was able to get DeAndre Hopkins and Deshaun Watson as a stat. So if his wide receivers go off, you lost. Like if both of them go off in the same week, like it's a crazy good playoff team. Because if he's able to make the playoffs and they explode, he can be he can be anyone in the playoffs. Next is Kenny, who I think probably drafts closest to me. It, it, him and Ryan are probably the two Hurst uh, or Hurst are probably the people who draft the two closest to me his team is basically a whole bunch of upside like if you look even in depth like if you look at his bench it's like a whole bunch of people who I'm like yep I wanted him yep I wanted him uh, he got his key is going to be uh, youth people breaking out is going to be his key, especially in a tiny position. He has O.J. Howard and David Njoku. Uh, all he needs is one of them to break out, but if one does, then and I like I like the odds of them both breaking out. It's and I feel like he almost went through the last couple of drafts and just took those people. Now, of course, he has Ezekiel Elliott and Russell Wilson. It's hard to go wrong with that. But then he has Sony Michelle, Corey Davis, Adam Thielen, which is a solid producer, Rashad Penny, Sterling Shepard, Ronald Jones, Josh Allen. Like, it's basically, it's uh, Damian Harris to back up uh, his running back situation. It's basically his people are, uh, are like, breakout candidates all over the place. Now, to, he, he may have the strongest quarterback situation in a way because on his bench he has Garoppolo, who I think is going to do super good this year. 
and having him and Josh Allen as the two guys along with Russell Wilson means he probably won't have to go quarterback for a very long time. Uh, I think he's more along the lines of he built his team like me, like I want to win year two, I want to win year three, I want to see what happens. Though, if he has some breakouts, his quarterback's going to keep him in it no matter what. So, it could be, it could definitely do some damage this year. Like, I don't think he's going to have the first overall pick. I have no idea who's going to have the first overall pick, which is so weird. Like, if I was after the 101, who do you trade with? Uh, Ryan is the next person, Ryan Hurst. He has Patrick Mahomes. Same thing, like, he just has breakout candidates, really. Uh, Marlon Mack, Aaron Jones, Amari Cooper, Sammy Watkins, Mike, J- I can't say his name, J- Jeske, the Miami uh, tight end, Kenyon Drake, Tyler Lockett, Kyler Murray. <laughs> like, all the people who you uh, just kind of like, if you listen to any... And he doesn't even listen to podcasts, but if you listen to Breakout Podcasts, his team, Kenny's team, and Langla's team have all the pretty much, they have the breakups, like, breakouts locked up. I love Marlon Mack. Aaron Jones, I'm not as high on, but dude's got talent, and he's in a great offense. Uh, and I know how high Ryan is. Mark Cooper, I love. Sammy Watkins, how can you not love him with all the chaos and all the other wide receivers positions in Kansas City? There's a good chance he's going to be starting opposite a rookie. Jeski, my Jeski. He's having a crazy good OTA right now. Tyler Lockett's getting moved in the slot. Uh, everybody's calling him Slot Lockett. <laughs> He's going to blow up. He also has uh, Marquise Brown, too, which I think is an interesting pick. And I love Kyler Murray the, to produce even this year. Uh, let's see. Next is my team. I'm definitely playing for next year. But same thing. Like, I have... A lot of people that I took as far as breakout potential. Uh, Dalvin Cook, Darius Geis, who I don't think is going to do anything this year, but I do feel confident that he's going to wind up leading the backfield in years to come. I really like the talent there. That backfield is stacked with... It's not a great offense yet, and it's stacked with a whole bunch of people to compete with for carries, but including AP. But... Eventually, I think Darius Geis is going to wind up being the guy. He's more of a next-year play. Kenny Galladay, I like his breakout potential. I love Chris Godwin. Uh, also, Christian Kirk. Like, oh, I, It's a lot of people in bad offenses this year. But I'm hoping that their situation will improve significantly. So we'll have to see where a lot of that goes. Uh, also, I was big on 
Debo Samuel, and I, I drafted him. And Deontay Johnson, who I'm big on, which is why I don't have... I always wind up having to choose between him and Boykin. And I stick to my numbers, and I go with uh, Deontay Johnson, but I regret it all the time. But I just really loved his tape. His tape is so good. Uh, and Hakeem Butler, I'm really big on. I'm also big on John Ross. Like, I have him in every league. And because they're switching that offense over to the Rams offense, and he's taking the spot that Cook plays, he's, and he's been, in OTAs, he's been running out of the slot too, uh, a lot, where he's been doing slot, he's been uh, running basically drag routes, slants, and uh, deep post. And I love him running those routes. Like, I don't want him, want him run, running, like muscle routes on the outside but i love his speed he was dynamic in college i'd really like to see if he could stay healthy what he could do uh so i'm pretty high on him too next is the night's watch with juice his running backs go mixon fournette Devontae freeman should all be good producers odell beckham Brandon Cooks, Carson Wentz, who I love this year, Lamar Jackson, which I think is a really good value. Also, he has a competitive team now. Uh, he's solid at running back. I think Joe Mixon, if you, I'm really debating on this because there's a, uh, in one QB leagues, there's like the big four for sure. Barkley, Ezekiel, probably my top two. Uh, and then, of course, you have McCaffrey and Kamara. Like, those four players are locked in. That's going to be the first four picks in every league. Uh, Joe Mixon is probably on the, the board for me next. Even above uh, some of the wide receivers, because there's so many good wide receivers, and there's not there's not that many like number one running backs who I think have uh, the combination of opportunity and talent. I think Joe Mixon, even though it was a steal at where he got him, even though I I like I know he's in a bad offense. I know he's in like all these things, but. I really think Joe Mixon, especially in the dynasty format, could wind up being a steal, even though he took him, he took him high. I think he was the second pick, or yeah. I think he took him in the second round. I was super upset about it. Oh, by the way, Juice winds up having two firsts next year and two seconds. So he was able to accumulate like a competitive team this year. And then he also has draft picks stock for the, look, and he doesn't even have a need at running back. So he has flexibility with his, his team to really go after best available player next year. I have a feeling I'm going to have to like make a trade with juice just to, to later on, whenever the next year gets here just to get some of those draft picks and he's going to wind up getting even more draft picks. It's going to be a cycle. I'm going to have to move up and go in because you know he's going to take best available. So if he, there's a there's a person you need there, 
especially he has i'd really like to see him go he's gonna get uh, he's not gonna have uh, a high first round i don't think with this team but let's say he ha- he winds up having uh he has two picks so i think he has lots other pick uh let's say he winds up getting the fifth or sixth pick and like his team doesn't perform as well as we think and winds up getting the fifth and sixth. Uh, how does he not go receiver there? He's probably gonna wind up be able to get like Judy at that spot with all the running backs and quarterbacks that are coming out next year. Like he's he's gonna be able to take a, a like a crazy good talent wherever anywhere in the first round, even if he drafts late. Having those two, he can really move up and do some damage, or he can stay where he is and get good value. <sighs> Dave is the next team. Dave Tech. I've been knowing Dave for a very long time. I think this may be the best group of running backs he's ever had. His his first flex position is Nick Chubb. He has Alvin Kamara, James Conner, and Nick Chubb. I'm so jealous of his running back situation. His wide receivers are good too. He winds up having AJ Green, which was a crazy value where he got him, and Calvin Ridley. His running backs alone are like, gosh, that he has so much depth there. I love Chubb. Chubb is one of my favorite running backs uh, in this in last year's class. Besides Barkley, of course, but. I had Chubb as the number two guy that, that coming out of last year's class that I liked the most. It's such a good situation. Now, he's probably gonna have to go quarterback in this, I mean, he's fine at quarterback right now, but he's probably gonna have to go quarterback in next year's draft. Just because he has Philip Rivers, good producer this year, but who knows coming up. Marcus Mariota, who I like, but like if you told me Mariota winds up being like he's gonna be in a good offense, his receiving core got a lot better. You told me his Mariota winds up being like uh, a top 15 quarterback, it wouldn't shock me at all. But if he winds up getting replaced, then next year I could see that too. So quarterback may be a target for him next year. He's also got Andy Dalton on the bench also, which I said earlier, I love the fact, I'm not a big Andy Dalton fan, but I think I'm gonna like Cincinnati's offense. It's the same thing with Mariota. Like I I think Cincinnati's offense is gonna be pretty good this year. I like the scheme they're switching to. I like the weapons around him. I'm interested to see how how that breaks down. But his running backs alone are are the strength of his team. Like he's another person who, in the big running back frenzy next year, he won't be forced in a position where he has to go running back. He can he's gonna have a good quarterback fall to him, or he can even go. I mean, he could go running back if he wants, or a good wide receiver to replace some of his aging talent that he has on his team. Uh, like. AJ Green, who I, I mean, the AJ Green and Andy Dalton stack could be something we're overlooking for sure. Like, it, 
I'm, I'm really interested to see how that offense goes. Mr. Big Chest. Mr. Big Chest is the next one. He's got the two Johnson brothers, David Johnson and Carry On, uh, who both have like theme songs uh, in The Footballers. I don't know if that's why it took him, but I'm going to think in my head that's why. His wide receivers are Juju, Keenan Allen, and Stefan Diggs. That's insane. Evan Ingram is his tight end. He has Damian Williams, who I'm definitely not high on, but dude's going to produce this year. He's an amazing offense. Quarterbacks are Kirk Cousins and Matthew Stafford and Joe Flacco. He may also have to go quarterback next year, but I'm a big fan of... I, I don't like Kirk Cousins all that much, but the dude's going to produce top 15 numbers. He will. He just says wide receivers are insane. Matthew Stafford, I like I, much more as a player, but he's not going to produce uh, numbers as high as Kirk Cousins. But having Stafford as your backup with that much talent in your wide receiver, your top five, uh, running backs and wide receivers that's really really good he also does have Dexter Williams which is one of my like top sleepers uh, the he's Dexter Williams I'm so high on Dex, Dexter Williams it's why I'm probably not an Aaron Jones fan just because I think he's perfect for that offense he has Paris Campbell which I think he's trying to shop around but I love Paris Campbell. Uh, and he also has Jared McKinnon as his backup running back. Like, that's that's a good team. So that's it for the teams. There are no weak links in this entire... In the, whoever has the number one pick in this, in next year's draft, is going to have it because of injuries. There's almost no other possibility for it. I like my team, but I'll be the first to admit, I'm, I think I could do something to get to the playoffs, but I, I mean, I'm betting a lot on Darius, guys, because everybody else's team is is really good. Uh, I think the, the standouts, the people, the teams that surprised me the most was uh, Langless team. I didn't, before I clicked on his team, I, I, I didn't think he was going to be as good as it is, but I think he's got a contender this year. Uh, Dave Tech's team, all the people I think on the other side of the draft board that I, that I wasn't watching, their teams kind of surprised me. I thought uh, Dave Tech's team surprised me. Uh, his running backs are so good. Run backs are good, and uh, also Mr. Big Chest. I think his team is interesting too. I don't know if I would put them as my top three. Like I'd really have to sit down, and if I did power ranking, I'd really have to sit down and, and really think about it. See where the injuries went. Doing power rankings right now is kind of dumb, but. I don't know if they would be the favorites, but definitely like they were the teams that surprised me the most. Uh, 
I think there's I think there there's definitely philosophies there. I think Kenny me to some extent what, even though I'm not sure, like because he has a lot of pieces. I like him investing in Green Bay's offense. That's always a smart move. But I think me, Kenny, Boyo are probably teams, maybe Watt, maybe Juice, who are thinking about long-term more than just like win-now situations. Uh, so if if we wind up being the teams that got, got hit with the injury bug, I don't know, uh, and maybe like our breakout candidates didn't go the way we thought. Like I could see us kind of being the, closer to the the uh, number one pick next year. But it's so hard to tell because everybody's got all-stars and everybody's got like players I like. Like those, even the teams that I found myself liking players on the teams that weren't as complete just because those were my type of players like I love well he it's he's he's on a a team that I actually like to win this year but like I love Curtis Samuel and he hasn't done anything yet uh so I, I typically find myself drifting towards the breakout players and you could see like I think Kenny's team is interesting as far as that goes. It's just a slew of like, like it could be where we look at that team at the next year going, this dude's got a juggernaut going into year two. So it's, it's really interesting. And like, he has this love of Ron, uh, of uh, Ronald Jones, which makes me kind of like Ronald Jones more because the dude's going into a great position. So and uh, all, all of his other, his other like project type running backs and wide receivers. He doesn't need all of them to pan out. He just needs a handful. Like just like three of them make take the step, the next step. It's it's a young team and it's really interesting. I feel kind of the same way about Ryan's team. Kind of the same way about my team. Juice is in this weird position where he can win now or load up with a with four picks in the in the first two rounds next year. That's like a good position that I'm kind of jealous about. Uh, maybe I'm, if things go bad for me, I'm gonna try to trade with Juice. Going, listen, dude, you can compete now. You don't need all those picks. Don't be so jealous. Don't be so greedy. So we'll see. But that's our review of the two drafts if y'all want me to do any reviews on like where i had the rookie drafts and stuff like that and where i had those rookies then like dm me send me the people that you want me to talk about uh we could talk about those i wind up having guests on here mostly other players in the league they can talk about teams they like and, and people they, they have for breakouts. I'll also do stuff when it's closer to uh, preseason injuries, who's standing out, who's not, what's interesting. 
I don't think we're gonna do like trading views or stuff like that, but maybe, I don't know, who knows. But I just wanted to put something together for, just to talk about the Game of Thrones League, cause it's a super interesting league and I'm interested to see how everything plays out. But thank you guys for being a part of the league and I uh, wish y'all all the best of luck. Take it easy and until next time.